Welcome to the How to Health podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today I'm here with Sam Grantham. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's so good for you to be with us today. And he is a founder of the Whole Health Club. It's a gym with a kitchen and has a really cool, unique uh, philosophy on how to get people well. And I just can't wait to dive into that. But first, let's get to know Sam. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey and how you became a founder of a gym with a kitchen and plant-based and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, you know, I've been an entrepreneur, uh, my whole life. You know, I grew up with my parents owning businesses. Um, so I kind of just thought that's what people were supposed to do. I was like, you know, right. You go through life, you start something and you run it and that's what it is. I started to realize that's very few people do that. Um, but so, you know, starting a t-shirt company in, in high school or an apparel company, I always call those starter companies that every entrepreneur tries at some point, you know, sell some t-shirts, make some money, go to college, sell some clothes, make some money. Um, but I was never passionate about it. Like I love selling, love the business. Um, and so long story short, I was going to Michigan state university, uh, with my cousin and, uh, co-founder Chase Parker. Um, and at his then time girlfriend, now wife Paige Rogers, we were close knit friends um, and he was on the football team and played there. Uh, I watched, I didn't play. And, um, but we were roommates, so we were always doing stuff together. And then he ended up moving to Florida after he graduated because he got a job offer for University of Florida as a strength coach. And so I'm going to college, you know, pretending that I'm, you know, going to graduate and I, I'm doing it and I'm just trying a bunch of stuff. And call Chase and I go, man, I need to get out of here. Florida, uh, Michigan's cold, Florida's hot. Let's do this. And he goes, cool, man. Yeah, let's do it. And when I get down there, he introduces me to all of a sudden my median carnivorous football playing cousin goes, dude, I'm plant-based. <laughs> like, what, what the heck is that? Like, what do you even mean? You're, you know, and I was so ignorant and I don't use that word as a bad thing. I just didn't know. And I'm a Midwest guy. So, you know, I'm giving him all the jock stereotype, make fun of like, you're going to be a girl. Like, what about me? And he goes, just, just read this. and gave me the China study. And so I read it and I was like, holy crap. So, but then I tried to poke holes in it. And he goes, well, just read this. And would hand me another piece of information. A lot of times using nutritionfacts.org, Dr. Gregor's website, incredible. And eventually I ran out of things to question. I was just like, holy crap. So uh, I was started to go plant-based and uh, took me a little bit of a transition. I hung on to fish. We lived in Florida. I was making great excuses about it. Um, but about six months in, I, I was plant-based and I didn't like vegetables. So like when I told my parents and family and they were like, you, the hot dogs and Cheerios eating kid, you're going to be plant-based. So it was fun. And what that honestly led to was, um, I was in college and I, I just really didn't know what I wanted to do. And he was like, I had to get a job. He was like, dude, come work at the gym I'm at. Um, he had started working in a private gym and I was like, I don't know how to train. He goes, you worked out your whole life. Dude, I'll teach you. All right, whatever. It's better pay than the fast food job I was going to get. Um, so I get the job and I fall in love with it. Uh, I get the first text from a client that says, hey, Sam, I'm in that pair of pants we talked about. Haven't been in since my 20s. I'm like, I got paid to, to do that. Like, that's super cool. I didn't get paid, you know, um, and get anything out of it besides, you know, just financial gain. I didn't know I could feel good. So that was incredible. And started to get weird. We were having so much success, Chase and Paige alike. Uh, you losing 70 pounds in four months, 200 in a year, you know, crazy weight loss. Like what, why are we doing this so much better? And it was our philosophy and it was plant-based and it was eating more plants. Now we were doing this in North Florida. So you might as well be in 
Mississippi or Alabama, right? And stroke boat. So, and we were killing it and it was awesome. And so we started to develop this plan for this gym with the kitchen because clients would make excuses about cooking with us at their house, you know, all my kids or it's messy. So we started planning it and uh, we, had, we, had a, we owned a gym down there with another partner and he was content with his one gym. And so we left amicably, um, separated ways. And um, we moved back home, went to the basement for about two months and, you know, wrote business plans and did what we had to do, scouted locations and then packed up everything we owned and drove out to Colorado and um, got a bunch of jobs as entrepreneurs do. And then opened up the, our first facility, Whole Health Club, the gym with the kitchen, uh, where, you know, our, uh, I always like to say, you know, we have a purpose and a mission statement that we live by. Our, our purpose is to eliminate lifestyle diseases and leading cause of death. Um, and we're going to do that through our mission statement of making healthy simple. Um, right now, health is just this gamut of complexity and I think that's what makes it so hard. Um, so long story short, the way I got into it was I was dragged into it by my cousin. I scoffed and questioned every aspect of life when he told me that. I was like, you are, don't know what you're talking about. Fast forward six years later, I'm happily plant-based for six years. Uh, I've never felt better. I've been, you know, lucky enough to be able to run, you know, a marathon plant-based. So for all you think you're going to die, you're not. Um, yeah. And so that, that's kind of my journey into plant-based. Um, definitely stemmed through, through Chase and me moving down in with it. Well, now I'm curious. So you have Chase, your cousin, who was, you know, the football player, the stereotypical jock, moves to Florida, North Florida. Where did he, <laughs> where did he come across the plant-based diet? So, um, you know, I'm a geek about business. I love learning about it. Chase is a geek about the human body, physiologically, you know, kinesiology, any of it, you know, the, how we're interacting nutritionally. So uh, I think he just started to see a few like mentions of people like, um, you know, someone we like a lot is the no meat athlete, Matt Frazier, you know, and so we started seeing like, who's this guy? And we started hearing like Carl Lewis was vegan. You start hearing the name, you know, you go to search it and T. Colin Campbell's book, The China Study, is, is just, you know, comes up everywhere. It's might as well be the base Bible every other book's written off of. Um, it's a book I found. Yeah. Right? Most people do. I love it. How Not to Die is also uh, incredible. Um, but so he found that book and read it and was like, dude, I'm going to do this 30 days cold turkey. <laughs> okay, crazy. And so for him, it was an easier transit. Well, easier, right? It only took him 30 days because he just went cold turkey. Um, and then he started getting all these results, like his body fat, resting body fat, you know, just dropped 4% and he got to walk around with a six pack. Like granted, he works out a lot for any of you watching or listening, but you know, even working out a lot doesn't get you there. And what he found was like, this is easy way to maintain. So again, the China study roped him in and, um, yeah. And then every other book after, right. You can name them in succession, how not to die and start solution pole, the cheese trap. Like we've read them all now and just further yeah. convinces us. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's fun to see because all three of my kids are plant-based now and my husband, but it's, um, you know, they're walking around the boys and they're just like super trim, lifting weights, super strong. Uh, yeah, I love it so much. That is, that is so cool. This is so exciting because I'm a runner, so it's done yeah, tons of races. Nice. So, um, that is fascinating. So tell me about the kitchen because the kitchen yeah. is really, I know we know the gym, you get personal yeah. training, we go and all that, but Tell me how you were incorporating this kitchen as your cooking classes, your chef. Tell us about that because that's just really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So our, our kitchen, um, again, 
I just tell all of our trainers, I go, that's the best tool we could give you. The best piece of equipment I can give you in a gym is that kitchen. Um, if you want to be a good trainer. So I always look at it like that. Um, uh, you know, as, as it's a tool, it's something to make you better, not something to fear. Um, and so going to the kitchen, Kayla Jacob, uh, she's a chef, uh, went to Johnson and Wales here locally in Denver. Um, so classically trained, unfortunately they don't teach plant-based there, but she's been plant-based for, I want to say three and a half, four years now. So she took those skills and translated them into plant-based pretty, pretty easily. Um, so she runs a lot of it. And right now the main uses for our kitchen are during the week, um, Wednesdays and Fridays, we do prep days. Because, you know, when you go plant-based, you open your fridge, it may be full of stuff, but you don't see it as full of stuff because there's no steak in it and you don't know what to eat now. Um, so, like, for, I'll give you an example of a week. We'll prep grains on Wednesday. And so we'll give them, like, three grains, three recipes of what they're used for, uh, how, you know, how to, how to make them stay and last if they need to freeze some of this, that, and the other. And then on Friday, we'll make maybe nut-based cheeses. And so then what I tell my clients is, I go, you got these three creamy additives, we'll call them cheese. And you have these three grains. You can make an endless amount of meals with those combinations. And then all you need at home is a veggie. So if you have a veggie at home, the prep for your dinner is literally chopping up one veggie, cooking it however which way you like. We use, we're all oil-free. Um, so we don't teach them with oil. It depends on the type of client if I'll let them use oil or tell them that it's okay in moderation. Generally, it's not because they're usually weight loss. Um, so then for dinner, they don't really have an excuse. It's they've had grains ready. They have sauces ready. All you have to do is cut up some broccoli and steam it and throw it in there. And now you have, or what I like to do is also add a can of beans, uh, rinsed first. Um, and then you have you know, a grain, a veggie, a bean, and a sauce. And what we tell people is that's the new chicken. Okay. So if you're eating chicken every meal, swap that out for grain, bean, veggie, sauce. And, Literally thousands of thousands of meals can be made from that combination. So um, that's a big base for us on the middle of the week. Um, then you get to Saturday, we have fun classes, I like to call them. Um, you know, we'll make, we'll do sushi rolling or we'll do pasta or, you know, we'll do stuffed shells or, you know, more one recipe based, you know, hands on. This isn't to make your life easier. This is to teach you something new and maybe do it as a date night. Um, and then we actually teamed up with another chef on Thursday. She comes in and cooks. And her name's Kelly Williamson, uh, the plant-based kitchenista. She's awesome. Um, and so we do, like, food bars with her. So it'll be, like, a taco bar. It'll be, like, a, a you know, waffle bar. It'll be whatever. And we'll do it plant-based and healthy, um, which is great for families. So right now, that's kind of how we use our kitchen. So your kitchen is prepping food so the the clients just come in in the evening and eat dinner there or they're going home and making this food are you giving them how exactly is that yeah so they're prepping the food uh, okay. they come in on wednesday and do it themselves because what our whole thing is is i i know an awesome lot of meal services that they can have delivered to their house if you know time is more valuable than money um i would say the majority of people i deal with money is more valuable than their time or at least in their head so if I can teach them to learn how to prep and say, you know how to do it, not only do they walk away with food that day, they walk away with that newfound skill of how to prep barley, which maybe most of my clients have never even used in their life, you know, if it's not rice or pasta. So they're, so they're working out, but they're also in the kitchen being taught how yeah, to cook. On separate days, right? So like, as a, yeah, so like those are group classes done with eight people at a time okay. um, with our chef. Now, all of our trainers have the ability to cook or work out with our clients as long as they schedule 
beforehand. So if they want a one-on-one personalized cooking session to how to feed their family of five, they get that in any personal training package they have. Um, they just need, you know, the standard, like we need 24 hour notice to get food and right. standard stuff. But um, yeah, they're prepping it. Everything's hands-on. Like uh, we're not here to do stuff for them. That's what we always tell them. I go, you got a kitchen at home right now. You're scared of it. And that kitchen is the number one tool to make you healthy in your house. It's not the medicine cabinet. It's not, you know, even the treadmill, it's, kitchen so let's stop running from it and start loving it and, and use it and um again our chef's amazing at that she's just so, loves cooking so much that when people leave there they love it cool yeah. wow so you so there there's so wednesdays and fridays are your group classes yeah group prep days you know those are for days. like generally for our clients or members you know people that need accountability and help and want to transition Okay. And then you have these other, so when these, when you're saying these food bars, are people coming and going like a restaurant type uh, so thing or is it a group thing too? Group thing. So we're actually teaching them to make the food, the, the food bar. Oh, um, okay. So like, you know, they have all this, they go, you, we just get this all the time. Hey, I got family coming in town and they're from whatever name, name a middle American state. We'll use Michigan. That's where I'm from. <laughs> from Michigan. So this whole plant-based thing, guys, they don't know anything about. So what can I do? So I can stick to my thing and, and appease them because we're usually people pleasers and people aren't willing to feed their guests their plant-based meals. So we show them a plant-based meal that any guest would be cool with, you know, that ain't like a taco bar. You just don't put the meat on it or use jackfruit, you know, or make a pulled pork bar and, you know, let them make all those types of sandwiches. So um, that's where those come in a lot is where we love those. Oh, wow. Cool. So now do you have, I saw one of your videos, um, with kiddos somewhere in there. So you guys do teaching with kids. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, starting young, right? Like for me, I hated vegetables. Uh, if you were to force them down my gullet when I was younger, um, or if I made it, cause you know, I was a very, uh, about me type of dude when I was younger, if I made it, I'd have ate it no matter what. Um, so we actually with natural grocers who's here locally, um, we go to there and we run kids classes and, you know, uh, plenty of protein classes and that one's fun because they show up and there's no meat, there's no traditional protein sources. So they're like, where's all the protein? So, um, we go there and do those too as well. That is so cool. And then you also, I saw one of your videos that you were with someone going to get their, their blood work for their first day of like a 30 day challenge. Tell us what that's about. Yeah, so um, that's actually, uh, he's a new team member that is, you know, works with us in our sales and a longtime friend of mine. And he came out here for Paige and Chase's wedding. Uh, they got married in May and he stepped on a scale in our gym. And I think the number freaked him out. And he had never been that big. And um, he was a sales guy. And if you meet salespeople, they got a tough life. It's go, 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 go. Uh, eat when you can, you know, have a lot of beers with clients. Um, and so I think it scared him and he go and he called me about a week later and was like, dude, I gotta get on this plant-based thing. Like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, I'm I'm quitting my job. I want to move out there and do this with you guys. And we're like, bring it on, come on, let's do it. And so he came out here and I go, you know, first to be a part of the company, man, you gotta learn about this lifestyle. Like that's crucial to us. And he bought in. Um, so we went and got his blood tested. Um, and we have some content coming out, you know, when he's done on a, a three-month journey. And so when that three months is up, you guys will see him. We've already posted one after picture of him um, down significant uh, weight and significant in his, uh, uh, you know, abdomen region and a lot of weight off. And the scary part was that he uh, had high triglycerides and he's 26 years old. Um, they were at, they were, uh, you know, above the average range. I can't remember the exact number they were, um, which we'll probably post at some point when we re-go get it. Uh, 
you know, and we could have went a week later and I know his triglycerides would have been down because I know what he's eating because feed him all his food. So, um, so it's going to be exciting to see that. And also like at the same time to let people know, like if the 26 year old triglycerides are too high, you know, and he's very standard. He's more of the average American than he is now. And so that's, that's where that kind of stemmed from, um, going to get his blood work and with our, with our, uh, members once a month, um, we bring in like an on-site little health fair. Um, and whether that on-site is kind of us just doing your body fat, uh, uh, our body composition, uh, measurements, weight, um, and maybe some tests or our blood pressure. We will also occasionally bring in, you know, some sort of quest labs, um, to get their blood work done so that monthly we could just do that for them and offer that to them. And then, you know, kind of the proofs in the pudding. Um, okay. one thing we're pretty positive we can do is, you know, most gym members, you know, go to the gym often and are still very unhealthy. I want people to see that. The more you attend my facility, the more likely it is your cholesterol is in a normal range. The more likely it is your triglycerides are. So um, as well as weight, that's important. But weight's a byproduct of health, um, in my opinion. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious about your favorite success stories. Because you guys have been around for over a year now. So tell, share a little bit with what you've, what you've seen. Yeah, so... Um, I have some, you know, odd favorite success stories. I mean, we've had the guys that have come in and, you know, 40 pounds in, in three months and got their goals and left and happy and love it. But uh, we have this, uh, these two clients that I'm just, uh, I'm particularly fond of. Uh, they work so hard. Um, they're mother-daughter team. And so Crystal, the mother, came into us before and she was, you know, she was at ends. She, nothing was, she, she couldn't move the way she wanted and she was too young to not be able to do so. She was overweight. Um, stressed a lot and she had done it. She lost a hundred and some pounds before on slim genetics. So something we kind of both know that's a very temporary uh, way to do it. And she found that out the hard way. And so she came in and, you know, she went from, she could, she couldn't get up and down on her own power. And now she's doing like, uh, you know, high box step-ups and push-ups and planks on the ground and getting up. And it's just like, nothing. she's lost weight. Don't get me wrong. That's been great too. Um, we've got her blood work and her cholesterol's in her normal range. Things have dropped. She's on no medications. She's still got ways to go and she knows that, but, um, she, you know, loved it and loved the atmosphere. She brought her daughter in who's 24, paralegal, studying to go to law school. So this chick is a 24 year old who's got a lot on her plate and she comes in here and gets after it and works so hard and, Again, a 24-year-old girl in Colorado in traditional America, and she went plant-based as well. They both did. And they, uh, their last name is Santistavon. They come from a Latin family, which is a big excuse I get. Culturally, guys, I can't do this. We get that out of their heads right away, but the rest of their family is not getting it out of their heads, and that's often. Um, and uh, I'll get to it. It seems like a roundabout. I'll get why it's my favorite story. Um, and then Lexi just keeps doing it, right? She's 24, so she crushes it. And the other day, I weighed her in. She was, you know, stressed out beyond belief, doing her LSATs, which if y'all haven't taken a crazy standardized test, it's about the hardest as it gets. Um, or as, you know, nerve-wracking. Maybe the bar might be one up. Um, and she had hit all of her goals. She, she's down 34 pounds. She went from 160 pounds, uh, 164 to 130. Um, and she didn't even know. She, I pulled up the scale, and she was fired up. And... What I love about that is she wasn't fired up about the number. She was fired up to do it because she had made the right decisions on her own. So it wasn't a scary thing anymore. The scale isn't scary. As a man, I don't have the same relationship with the scale. And Paige has taught me that. That women get 
they get the short end of the stick when it comes to the scale. But what, what I even loved about that more was the next day she came in to work out and she started up and she told me, she goes, you know, we had a family barbecue. Those are always hard times for her because they're eating the same stuff they did. You know, Crystal's husband cooks the same way. Lexi, uh, her son, Lexi's brother, they, they eat the same. They eat meat. They still think they got to eat meat to be tough. I'll, I'll show them later. They don't. Um, but what I loved was the, the husband, DJ, awesome, awesome guy. He's also a business owner. He went to the fridge and pulled out their veggies and got the veggie broth and no oil and grilled them up veggies without even saying anything. And to me, that's the ultimate support. That, that's what people don't understand is that when they show their family that this is what they want to do and that they're committed, people want to help people. Um, they often go, well, now I got to make two meals, this, that. And, you know, I just see more wives do it than husbands, but it goes for both. But ask your significant other. I think a lot of times people feel overwhelmed and they're like, well, I got to come home and I got to do the dishes and I got to cook and I'll just go ahead. Have you asked John if he'll do the dishes? And they're like, well, no. I go, I'm, I'm going to bet John, I've met him. He's a nice guy. He's going to do it. Or in this case, DJ, which of course he already did. He did the veggies. So that was my favorite story that we have currently. Uh, they did lose weight and they are getting healthier, but it was about them, you know, being able to live separate lives and, you know, separate and eating lives, if you will, and still support each other. And Crystal does still go to the store and buy meat. And I'll tell her to be hard on them. I go, make them buy it themselves. Make them work for it. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll get there. And But I, I just love that. So when I see a family unit come together, like I know there's long-term success there. And, and that's important is that the isolation is gone. So those two are... And, and they've been here since... They're, I, I call it Crystal, my OG. She's been here since like our doors opened. Um, oh, wow. You know, and, and gone through a lot of iterations of us, you know, changing the facility around or adding this type of class and this. And she's been here and crushes it. So, uh, yeah, that, that's probably my favorite story right now. Yeah, those are, those are really fun ones. One of my favorite, actually, in Rifle, Colorado, yeah. when I was still there, was, um, well, I've been, we lived in Parachute. I don't know if you know where Parachute is. I don't, I don't. It's over towards Grand Junction. But okay. I started okay. in Rifle, Plant Beast, <laughs> did a bunch of stuff, went to Grand Junction, Anyway, I worked, I started a lifestyle medicine clinic there. And one of my favorite stories, she was was another Hispanic female. She lost 40 pounds. Okay, granted, feels better, stomach pain, all that. That's like normal stuff. People get well. You're like, this is like, (laughs) it's not a miracle, people. This is just happening. But the cool thing was she said, you know, she had a wedding to go to. She used to walk into dressing rooms and cry because she hated looking at herself in the mirror and it just devastated her. And she'd usually just storm out and be upset and not buy anything. What was incredible was she was Dr. Marvis at the end of the, it was a 15 week program. I not only lost weight, but I bought three dresses. I loved how I looked. But her husband was also very successful in um, helping her and the kids and the transition. And now she wants to teach people how to do this in this Hispanic community, which is really lacking. Yes. Um, and so that, again, like those ripple effects. Those are really, really good. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. I, I feel like how many people, like, when you learn about it, it's hard not to just go shout from the rooftop. You're like, I feel obligated. Like, I, I'm, I'm guilty if I don't. Like, so I have to do my best, you know, when I'm seeing someone drink milk, just to be like, all right, they don't know. If it's not their fault, let them drink their milk, approach them on a different turn. I just feel like I should. I'm like, no, nah, I don't do that. Like, you should know more. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, for me, I know exactly what you're saying. Because I see it as a death. 
Yes. So I was like, I mean, when you see people who literally are dying in front of you because of what they're consuming, and you know they don't have to be a type 2 diabetic, they don't have to have hypertension, they don't have to have achy joints and not sleep and be tired and not be able to participate in their children's lives or their each other's lives. I mean, it's just, it's it's like, it's it's unfathomable to me why someone wouldn't share that message. And yeah, so, um, yeah. It's, it's incredible. But I had a doctor also in Grand Junction and uh, she'd been diabetic for several years. She was on insulin for over five. Yeah. I was on her all the time. Like I see her, I saw her all the time, everything. You have to go to a plant-based study. I'm sure yeah. you'll get better. And then she saw her patients come and see me get better. Get better. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it. You have to do it. Nine months later, she finally like, fine, I'll do it for six weeks. Will you leave yeah. me alone after that? I'm like, yeah, prove me wrong. I have yet to be proven wrong in yeah. all these years, but hey, <laughs> prove me wrong. Yeah. And uh, was off her insulin in five days, lost <laughs> this weight, got better. And she's like, she goes, Lori, I don't understand. I, how, I understand why you want to share this with everybody. I just, like you said, want to get on the rooftop and share yeah. it with everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, well, tell me what it was that kept you from doing this. You know, yeah. use that understanding because for me i did it overnight i'm such an easy if you show me the evidence i'm like okay yeah. let's go um but uh, apparently uh, some people just have to be really i don't know it's just it, that's my my one thing i'm really working on now is the positive psychology and the mindset and what makes people change that is yeah. i'm really fascinated by it so i'm interviewing all these experts and learning about it it's just it's really intriguing the human behavior component in the mind yeah. so but, uh, to go with that, we have some tricks and a philosophy of why we started the way we did that, that go to that to help convince people because it is yeah. such an abrasive, tension-filled conversation a lot of times. And uh, we've had yeah. great success with our family. We went from one plant-based option at my first vegan family one to there was only one meat-based option that I couldn't eat a year later. Wow. Um, it's a family of about 25 people that come to Thanksgiving every year. Um, and I would say 20 of them are diehard plant-based people now. So tell, flirt with it. Share with, share with me your conversation and what that is. What does that conversation look like? Well, so one thing is I, I've always been athletic, right? I've been in that sports and my family knew that about me. And Chase, the same way, a little higher degree than me, obviously getting to play at Michigan State. Um, so we, we've always kind of been, you know, the athletes in our family and people, they would ask us for workout tips, right? They would, oh, how do I do a squat team or this, that, you know? And so it was almost a natural progression that once we learned about plant-based, we introduced it as that. As, hey guys, it's a weight loss. And so the gym concept, and this goes into our family ones, I can get more detailed, but my main reason for starting the gym is, is one, I love it. I, I do think it's a great atmosphere, but it's because right now, if I ask any doctor in America, arguably on planet Earth, is exercise good for someone's health with this disease, this, that, and the other? Yes, it is. If I go to the layman's, the consumers that aren't, they're not supposed to be educated on nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, because they have other jobs that are accountants. So no numbers. It's not your job to know this. And I go, hey, if you wanted to lose some weight, what's the first thing you would do? Well, I'd probably go to the gym. Or they look down and they got a, maybe a belly they don't want. And, and the first thing their thought is, is, all right, I should get moving. Not, I should eat better. It's, it's never that. That's like the secondary. Sometimes if you get lucky, and I'm generalizing. But the gym is the accepted mode modality if you will to get healthy mm. and our philosophy is i don't really care if you're crossfit orange theory yoga pilates are you moving and how do you like to move and keep doing more of it now i know there's more modalities that are better than others weightlifting is better for weight loss than some other things but if you're not going to do it it's not better and so what we did was we're going to trick 
you know, the whole world into coming to be a part of this sexy, sustainable whole health club that looks awesome and it has a kitchen and it's so nice and there's physician's assistants on site and it's beautiful. But little do they know they're getting inundated with plant-based on a daily basis. When they ask their trainer how to cook chicken, our trainer tells them how to cook chickpeas. So <laughs> instead of having to be this approach like beyond me, if you put beyond me in Nebraska and try to sell it at a vendor fair or give it away, they're going to run from it because it sounds fake. They don't know what it is. And what we're here to do is I'm here like, no, bro, it's a burger. It's actually better for you than the regular one, but it's a transition food. You just start with this so you get to black bean burgers. And so we're going to be that driving force that, hey, all we are is a gym, guys. We're nothing crazy. And literally, they know we're much more than a gym. We're a preventive health facility. Um, and they don't know. So I kind of use the same technique with my family. I approach them on their level, what they're comfortable with. And then I also tell them, well, hey, after a workout, you know, it's going to be great to grab, get a baked potato, you know, get that extra starch carb right after, you know, and they're, instead of a protein shake, you know, now they're eating a potato after the workout. And, you know, five years, fast forward, five years later, now they're eating potatoes all the time. Um, you know, and they're not all, they're not all the way. I mean, they still live in the Midwest. So, you know, but it, the way our whole health philosophy is plant-based begins at half your calories coming from plants. Um, and it ends with you eating all plants. And mm-hmm. I don't really care where you are in between. Um, I'm very pragmatic about our goals with Whole Health Club. I can get people to consume a majority plant-based diet. I've done everything that the ethical vegans want. I've done everything that the health vegans want. I've done everything that the environmental vegans want. You know, So I think that approach tends to why we're using a gym and why we're doing this. And then my opinion is I just go out and partner with these great companies. Mm-hmm. And I be the education resource because when Ripple Milk comes out, that community needs to know what the heck it is. Otherwise, they're not going to use it. Right. Um, so I want to be that bridge gap. And, and that's why we use the gym, because it's approachable. So, and, and that's our philosophy with our, you know, just mix it in with the other advice everybody's been given. You know, like, don't make it seem like this new crazy ideal, because it's not, as we know, with studies going back to the 40s or early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's been ours. And it's also easy to guilt, you know, I'm here to say, guilt your family, guilt the crap out of them because you're only helping them. Like people get nervous to do that. Like I had a grandma die of heart attack. I tell all my women in my family, you remember how grandma died? Like you don't have to be like that. And so, and that's my family. I'm not, don't go guilt strangers. That's a bad idea. Um, (laughs) Family, but I, you know, that's how I look at it. Right. Right. I'm also a little aggressive. Well, I mean, it, well, you and I are kind of <laughs> the same cloth, I think. So, um, so you, well, even the gladiators, weren't they vegetarian? I mean, that's what... Barley men, right? That's yeah, what... Uh, barley men. Yeah, I mean, I, and, you know, I, again, and be the example is the other thing I can say. Uh, you know, my dad, as a stubborn dude, he always ate good, right? He never had a weight problem, so he didn't change fast. Uh, and I'm always trying stuff, so he's like, oh, there's Sam telling me about another thing that, you know, like, like, I don't know if you know Bitcoin, but I was on Bitcoin when it, before I even knew what it was, but I was sure it was something I didn't know. Um, but this I knew. And I think it took him, took us partnering and reaching out and having some meetings with some pretty cool people for him to realize, okay, you know, he's for real this time. This is something. And he hasn't looked back since he went plant-based, but it was living, it was living it. I, you know, I'm starting my life based on this. I eat like this. I, tell people about it. I, you know, I talked to Dr. Lori Marvis about it and I think that influences it a lot. Right. Absolutely. So that's incredible. <laughs> so 
I'm really curious about how you plan on growing this because you had mentioned a medical component somehow doing that um, growing and you want to be this the front you know that interaction with people so what is your ultimate desire what would be if you had this everybody knew what would that be what's your vision so so when it happens Right, I'm all, all in here. Um, yep, yep. Uh, there's going to be a whole health club in every major city in the world, um, and you, you start with the friendlier ones. So Colorado is a great area. They're open to new ideas. They're a fit state. Um, so you know this one that we have right now, we've uh, already in, in a year. Uh, we've already turned profit. Um, so it's going in the right direction, and we're adding um, you know a few different components that that are going to you know hopefully increase that as well. Um, so we go from here, and a, a big component is we've we are talking with people that. Um, you know, would be investors, would be great partners, would, you know, sit well on a board of advisors, things like that as well to make sure this concept is solid and backed by people that, you know, have the rapport in multiple industries. But um, the, the main way to grow it is we're going to move our, so right now we have a 2,700 square foot facility, uh, about, you know, 1,000 square feet smaller than I wanted, but beggars can't be choosers. And so, so we got it. It's awesome. I love it. I think it's an, an incredible facility. Um, and what we do from there is we open up a, another one, whether it be um, a 7,000 square foot facility closer to Metro Denver, or we can get the one we want, which would be a 10 to 12,000 square foot facility. Um, so it'd be a large scale membership facility where you'd have either, you know, a nurse, physician's assistant, um, someone on site to give them what we would just call monthly checkups. Mm-hmm. So there'd be a reimbursement line set up. And so instead of going to your doctor, which everybody hates hospitals, uh, you know, I'm sorry, doctor. Um, and uh, it's just their, you know, their place of, of unhealth. I'm not a fan of doctors yeah. either. It's all good. <laughs> right. and I, I like doctors that, you know, do extra research and, and teach people what food to eat. I think those are awesome doctors because then they know way more than me um, on top of all the medical knowledge they have. Um, but, you know, long story short, hospitals aren't sexy, right? And I, I use the word sexy as any attractive, alluring people want to be a part of. Right. Um, and, and so, like, our three main core values are service, simplicity, and sustainability. And so, I think right now, sustainability is hot, right? Like, mm-hmm. the new generation wants a Tesla, not a Ferrari. Um, and I think that's a big difference. And Ferrari's still nicer than a Tesla. I'm sorry, Tesla, but we want the Tesla. I'm one of them. Um, and I think that's because people see the value in sustainability. You know, we brag about our genes that are eco-friendly instead of our genes that got diamonds on. And I think that's really cool. So, I think creating... One, the simplest way to help, which is more plants. I don't care. Explain that a million different ways. More plants, it's as simple as it gets. Sustainable, that, that means not only is our company going to be built on a sustainable model of uh, our carbon footprint's going to be small, thanks to the food that we teach people to eat, which makes us one of the most sustainable facilities, but we will have solar panels. We will have other things that make us carbon neutral, but also our methods are sustainable. If I'm telling you to be plant-based, you can be born and die on a plant-based diet extremely healthy. Mm-hmm. When people go on diets and gyms, you can't live that way. If you gave, if you calorically restricted a baby, you'd go to jail. If you put a baby on a ketogenic diet from birth, you'd go to child protective services would be there like that. You can't keto a baby. So in my opinion, that that falls in with the lot, the way to spread this message is gyms don't work. Nobody's innovated on them. LA Fitness, 24-Hour Fitness, Planet Fitness, great workout facilities, but they're the same. Um, they just have different fun tools. You know mm-hmm. What we do is we don't invest in gimmicks. We invest in kitchens. We invest in health. So 
the, the way we would expand is once we move into Denver, um, we have a lot of people that we're working with to get like a, a medical director as an official board of advisor. Right now we have a local one, Dr. Andrew Freeman. Um, and he's awesome. And he, he, I think you guys uh, know each other as well. Yeah. Um, and we've, you know, been talking to like JD Roth, who actually just put out a TV show. So um, yeah. I don't know what you know him, but um, he's actually, uh, I'm, I'm actually speaking with him in November. Nice. In yeah. St. Petersburg. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. So he's an awesome guy. And so we've been yeah. talking to these people and they love the concept and, you know, just want to see that sustained growth. And I think with the influence of these people and just the movement of the directional plant base is there's going to be a need, but you know, I think you just go Denver you pick up friend plant based friendly city like LA where if it's popular in LA, you can pretty much sell it anywhere. Right. And, you know, and, and you do that as you transition to, to the United States. Um, Ultimately, with franchising, a smaller version in each small town that needs to be serviced, just the gym with the kitchen, nice and simple like we have now. Um, but yeah, so the growth, I think, is going to come through, you know, one, the collaborative efforts that we're going to have with other people, um, as well as just the data to show someone, like, hey, here are my members, you know, health marks, whether you were doing BMI, which is not my favorite, body fat, you know, doing any of these, uh, cholesterol, triglycerides, and then, you know, I go show you, here's the public. Well, if mine are that much better, you, you know, each city is going to start calling for us. So that, that's where really, I think, you know, our, our, uh, our growth lies is that you know, it works. <laughs> it does work. And honestly, my, my middle kiddo, Jonathan, he's 21 and uh, he started out going to school and junction and wanted to do physical therapy. Yeah. And, but he loves business. And so when we moved here, he transitioned schools and going to marketing, loves working out. I said, Jonathan, you need to open a gym, the kitchen. The, no kidding. We have talked about this since he was in high school. Yeah. And I, I think you are so on to it because honestly, it's like, if you can show someone how, you know, there's smoothie bars. I think I know in that, in Grand Junction at the Gold's Gym that we belong to. Yep. There was like some smoothie, but it's all exactly what you're saying. It's ketogenic, it's paleo, it's yep. pushing whey protein, which is inflammatory, all these things. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, we're a very active family. It's like, we can't be having, dating this, these young people. I mean, the, yeah, but I love that concept of how you're saying kids, you couldn't raise a baby being ketogenic, right? <laughs> you're not going to be a calorie restricting a, a child. Oh. And there's some amazing stuff that happens because I think if you really look at kids, that's really important. But um, I had yeah. you know, an 11 year old in Grand Junction, fatty liver, overweight, fatigued, <laughs> um, elevated liver enzymes, whole family went plant-based on a budget, mind you, Molly mom's working, making over just over minimum wage, two months later, completely gone and better. And yeah. uh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I love that so much. That is so cool. I'm so excited for you guys. Wow. Um, with, with your, you had mentioned as you scale to a larger facility, a membership kind of concept. Yeah. What is that going to look like? Or do you know yes. that? Are you still kind of playing yeah. around with that? Uh, so there's a few things to play around with, but for the most part, so our membership um, at our current facility sits at $99 a month. Um, what you get for that is you get one free cooking class every month. Um, you get one nutritional consultation with one of our experts every month um, with an initial assessment. And you get a smoothie every single time you come to the gym. Um, for free. So it's no additional cost. Um, now each month we have a certain flavor that you get. Uh, it's free. So I don't want to hear anyone complain about it or forget it <laughs> too. Um, but it's going to be a real smoothie, right? Like the ones that are healthy. So I don't need any powders. I don't need any of that. Um, you know, we have fruit, frozen fruit, and we got almond milk. If they want soy milk, we can do soy milk. If they want oat milk, we can do oat milk. I don't care what kind of milk, but plant milk. Mm -hmm. And it's super simple. You know, it's going to be like four ingredients. 
um, and, and we get that to them on the go. Um, as we expand at a medical component, that will include a monthly checkup with our medical piece, whether that's a, uh, a nurse or, or PA or, you know, uh, someone who has the actual, uh, you know, medical title that is put in the schooling mark that I have done. <laughs> yeah, you know, one, one, of those, one of those fancy uh, uh, letterings that uh, I, I would, you know. Just 11 have. years of training, it's all good. Right, it's just, you know, some mild training. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so and um, so all of and all of our personal training clients, which I think is very unique to most gyms, they get access to our facility. They don't have to pay a membership plus personal training. I think that's a farce. I think gyms that do that do that because they don't care about personal training because they don't know how to do it. Um, they really just don't want you to show up. Is really the kicker. Um, you know, they prefer that. Um, and we've also toyed with as we grow an accountability model where you get kickbacks the more you come. So the more often someone comes to our facility, the more rewards they get back, whether that be. Uh, rewards and months off, or whether that be free services, whether that be uh, gifts that we give them, Whole Foods gift cards. Um, you know, because in my opinion, if you open a gym to make money, you're, you're doing it wrong. If you open a gym to get people healthy, you're never going to die. Um, right. Gyms that open for money, they're typo. Uh, awesome, but they're dead. Um, hmm. And gym, they do that every year, right? Like every year there's some new hot way to move, and right. everyone freaks out. Like that's the answer. And the problem is it's not the way to move. It's uh, you know, what's your, how you're living it's an overall lifestyle. Even if you're healthy and you're just a negative person all the time, that's going to be rough. Like you get some ulcers and things that you don't want because you're just negative. So uh, it's definitely uh, lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that is so very true. I mean, I think with any business you go into it, if you go into a service oriented, looking at your clients to make their lives better, what you can do to service them, you're going to succeed. I mean, yeah. if you find a niche that there's a need, a, a true need, then you will. And, there's not a bigger need in America right now than getting healthy. I mean, yeah. everything rests on that. I mean, yeah. I was in the military. Our military is suffering. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you guys could get on base with... Oh, that would be incredible. If, if I could get you guys in hospitals, the VA hospitals. I mean, there's yeah. just so many opportunities. I mean, but the military would be perfect because you have... Not only do you have someone there pushing this... Um, activity component, you know. Yeah, but they're moving. Also, I know that. And they have to eat well. So yeah. the thing is, though, they're not taught how to eat well. I mean, no. I was on when I was in the Air Force. We were. I was on a panel where we actually had to, you know, discharge people because of type two diabetes, a sleep apnea, because they yeah. can't deploy with me. I don't want to be deployed with someone who is ill. I no. can't. It's, it's a risk. It's, a it's, it's an inherent risk to right. all of you guys. You can't. Right. 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 So um, it's a. Uh, that would be a fantastic place for you guys to go for sure. Oh, that would be, that would be incredible. And we would love to work with hospitals. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. like, uh, I mean, yeah. and just even every like small doctor's office, big doctor's office, whatever specialty registered dietitians, they go, okay, here's where you go. Yeah. This is the place you, you know, you have your trainers. You also have the kitchen. They're feeding you well. I mean, you're going to have, it's just so easy to get the results. I mean, honestly, this is not rocket science. This is like no. feed them good whole foods. You'll have the success. People will do well. You're going to do fantastic. I mean, you're going to, yeah. you guys are going to take off. It's fantastic. Can't wait for that, uh, that takeoff. It'd be nice. But no, it's, it's coming. Uh, every, every, it's every bit has, I mean, every single start has, you know, you hear about these startups like whole foods. Like, yeah. um, I, mean, safe. I love that whole story. I mean, 
it's just incredible to me how they start and then they suffer and they almost collapse and you hear like the Airbnb story. And oh. one of my favorite podcasts is um, How I Built This. It's yeah. the, Have you guys listened to yeah. that? I listened oh, to that. My single favorite one is Sarah Blakely from Spanx. Oh my goodness, that girl's she's, awesome. She's, she's uh, the most amazing human I've ever. Like, I, didn't, I was like, I'm never going to identify with this podcast. A, a female <laughs> entrepreneur is different than male. She's selling a product. I don't sell products. I listen to it. I'm like, uh, this is the best podcast I've ever listened Like, oh my God. I mean, she still owns 100% of her company. That's incredible. Billionaire. Selling. Selling. But look at what she went. She went to, what is the one thing besides weight? So this is the other thing. I was talking to Dr. Uh, Mark Ferris. He's a really cool behavioral health guy. He's an exercise physiologist down in Texas. So my second podcast with him because I'm so fascinated with what everything he has to say. And he was talking about, you know, there's an emotional component. So if I put someone on a scale, you know, I weigh people over 500 pounds. I mean, mm. but the way I, I frame it is like, that's the last time you're going to see that because this plant-based yep. diet is going to take care of this for you. But what happens is there's two emotions. He goes, you know, they're one, they're going to get angry or they're going to get very sad and despondent. And what is that? And so it may not be the number that they're looking at, but they may be looking at is that they're a failure or, you know, they're angry that they allowed themselves to get that way. And he's like, well, what, what emotional side of that is going to be more motivating? But he also said, well, what's their standard that they're looking at? Are they going to be using my standard that you're five, seven, you should weigh this much? Or are they looking at it in a different standard saying, I want to fit into that little black dress. I want to look like whatever, you know, movie star of the week on whatever magazine yeah. cover. So then you have to, as practitioners, look at what are their standards and start questioning before we even get to the behavior change. So he's talking about all this other stuff that happens before we get to actually doing something. I'm like, that is so incredible. It's just yeah. like, wow, it's incredible. So yeah, it's nuts. I mean, and it really is amazing to me, the number of people. Um, you should come also to the American College Lifestyle Medicine. Do you come to that's So are you familiar with the ACLM? Uh, of the name, not of the, any of the events. Yeah, so you can be a member, I believe, without being a medical professional. A practitioner. Yeah, so um, in October, they're actually having their annual conference. It's in Tucson. And they're okay. actually offering their first board certificate. Well, board, it's not a board certification, but a certification in lifestyle medicine. So I'll be okay. taking that. And um, it's a, it's really an amazing venue. Um, but yeah, there's... I'll check it out. Yeah, you'll definitely have to check that out. It's, it's the end of October. Um, I think the 20... It's like the day before my birthday is when I'm leaving. <laughs> so the, like the 22nd through the 27th or something like that. Okay. I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's some amazing people there to meet as well. So yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Wow. So there's so much more. I don't know how much time you have. Do you, do you have? Um, I'm good. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit too about this online community that you guys yeah. have. And that's something that people can do right now after they're done listening to this podcast and if they want to get a taste of you guys, where yeah. they can go. So tell us about that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when we first opened, we um, we came from Florida and Michigan from all over the country. And so a lot of our following and people that we had helped had been in other places. So when we started our website and we were showing our client successes out here, you know, we just got a lot of inquiries of like, hey, how can we do this? What do you guys have online? 
we weren't really trying to get in the online game. You know, there's a lot of awesome resources of online workouts, this, that, and the other. Um, I even saw some great services you have online to help people transition to plant-based. So there's already these amazing people out there that are doing this online. But what people wanted was kind of our interaction. They wanted our personalities and what, what they got used to. Um, which, you know, hey, fair enough. If people like me, I guess that's cool. I, th I think it's more page and chase, but. Um, and and, uh, and we, then we also, our website guy was like, you know, you guys have a weirdly large following in the UK. We're like, okay. Um, and it's because they're vegan. They're, uh, very vegan. I, I listen, because I can look at my, you know, I look at who's listening to the podcast and just kind of yeah. get an idea. And I have a ton of people in the UK as well. It's because they're vegan. So, like, uh, well, actually, I think I, last stat I heard was 16% of millennials in the UK are plant-based. Um, really? And, you know, Israel has a high percentage of vegans as well. Yeah. So, it, it's happening all over, which is why I think it'll be easy for me to hopefully open one in London and get to enjoy that. Uh, right. You know, so, okay. So, backtrack. Uh, Rewind. Um, where, where are we at? Where are we at? We just, I just went to London. Online. Where did I go on this? I know. That would be a kind of a cool trip. Oh, the online community. <laughs> yes. Uh, I lost you there. I think you cut out. Um, are you back? There you are. Yeah. Okay. So, online community. So, we started this online community that was uh, uh, $10 a month. Um, and it was uh, basically a secret Facebook group that we had a software on the front end you could join. Um, mm -hmm. And we loved it. We got all this interaction. We had people telling us their blood pressure, uh, or we got off blood pressure medication, or losing weight, or, you know, just a million different things. And um, so due to the success of it, we've been able to move it over. So our Facebook page, Whole Health Club, acts as an online community with immediate response from pretty much uh, one of the experts at Whole Health Club and support from a like-minded community. So a big one is, you know, just to throw out an example is, hey guys, it's Sunday and I wanted to go out to eat and I live in Fort Lauderdale. What can I eat? Well, I can, I can go find that immediately. That takes two seconds for me. And I'll go give you a million options. Sometimes I even ask what restaurant you're thinking of. Because um, I don't care if it's a steakhouse. Unless it's like a barbecue joint, that's about the tough one. I can usually find something to eat somewhere. Um, that I have. I have. Or, okay, so there's another one. Like, I have. It's a tough one. Uh, you know, but if you're taking a date to IHOP, let's hope she, she or he really likes you. Uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a date place. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, or even one example would be like, hey, Sam, I don't know how to do a squat. How do I do that? Um, you know, so the Chase all of a sudden posts a video in five minutes of how to do a proper squat. And so they get that immediate feedback. But my favorite part of it is when someone's like, I'm going to work. This is my job. I don't know what to do. And I have 10 comments before I even get to it. Because my community has reached out to her and or him and supported them and helped them from their perspective, which to me is so important because I think often – you know, you, you probably get this even more than I do. As a doctor, they're like, you don't, you just don't get it. You're, you're a doctor. It's easier for you because you don't, you just don't know. Or you're a trainer saying, if you have a gym, you don't get it. So when my community members can tell them they get it, it's really hard to refute that. So if they go to Whole Health Club and they want immediate support on a transitional plant-based, um, that's what we do. You do not have to be vegan. You do not have to be going vegan. You don't have to be going plant-based. Heck, if you want to learn to eat more plants because you don't like them, that's what we do. Um, and I say the same thing about our gym. We're not a plant-based gym or a vegan gym. We're a gym that helps you to eat more plants. If you want to transition to veganism or plant-based, I'll help you. I can do it all the way. I am. But it's not about that. It's about just shifting the, the type of food we consume. And uh, so I don't want anyone to put us in a box as a plant-based gym. Uh, and my argument or reason for that is, I've seen a lot of people out there, all you guys watching, go to gyms and will happily hear the trainer tell you about how much protein you need, how little carbs you need, and you can still go to that gym. You don't 
You don't pitch and hold that gym. That's just their modality and method to help you lose weight. Not, not a healthy one, but it's their way. Mm-hmm. And so when you come to mine, my healthy way is just eat more unrefined plant foods. And if you need a strict plan, I got you. If you need a, a written out diet plan for three months, we got you. Like, you just want to eat more plants, I got you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, yeah, that's our so online community. So you have, how many people are in there right now? So 1,300 um, awesome. on our Facebook right now. And um, I would say, you know, like 60 plus extremely active members that are very comfortable with it now um, and use it. The other ones just like posts and share them here and there. Um, but you'd be, su- you'd be yeah. surprised at how much people, even though they're not interacting, because I have online stuff and I've been, uh, yeah. I'm online all over because I feel it's the easiest way to reach people. Yep. And I've met some amazing people <laughs> like Bill, who introduced me to you. And yeah. I have so many yeah. pretty crazy stories about that. <laughs> and um, but yeah, but there's like, I'll get messages from people who haven't been posting or said anything and they're like, Oh, I really like this. That means a lot to me. Can you help me do this or that meant this? Yeah. And I did that, you know? So yeah, that's, you're definitely affecting or they're sharing it to someone who, who did something that's incredible. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been fun and we hope to share that. And again, you guys will see, you guys will see the team members on here. I, I like to talk, but they're, they're, you know, the superheroes. I, you'll see, you'll see them all over the Facebook. They're, they're the, they're the ones that are going to change the world. So your team members, well, I'm pretty sure you'll be a good part is Chase and Paige, right? Yep. So, and those are your, your cousin and his wife, right? Yep. yep. And, and ironically, I've known her longer than he has. Oh, really? So I met Paige before they ever met in sixth grade. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> We've been best friends since forever. So it's oh, only perfect. perfect that she's in the family now. Right, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, so then Kayla, the chef who else is on your team yep so those are kind of the four people that have been around kayla is also my girlfriend um, and so okay. she was uh you know scheming with us um she just does the kitchen stuff though she's not a, a owner you know she handles that because i don't want to uh, she knows it better than me um, but our other team members are coming so we have okay. um, one of our team members name is austin joseph and he has a dietetics degree from csu a long time plant-based person um and it's just like you know, uber passionate about helping people. Like, fit, I just couldn't say enough. A phenomenal writer wrote a book. Um, I should get you the name of that book because um, it's pretty awesome um, from a dog's perspective. So pretty unique. Um, <laughs> love it. And a sad book, though. So get ready to try a little bit. Um, but necessary. And then we have Kenzie. Um, Kenzie has a nutrition degree and a culinary degree from Johnson & Wales um, as well. She's been an NPC competitor. Um, which is a physique competitor. You know, everyone was one of the keys on stage, for those who don't know NPC. Um, and, you know, she's a personal trainer and has been. Um, and so she's, you know, been really incredible. And then uh, we have another woman who I met. Uh, she's one of the smartest humans I've ever met. And she's two PhDs, but they're in, uh, she's a literal rocket scientist, um, aerospace engineer, and came to Whole Health Club handing this resume, it's like interviewing. Uh, to be like a nutritionist. I was just like scratching my head. She's head of business development for a large company. I was just like, oh. she speaks three languages. I'm just like, Pauline, why, you know, what's up? Like, why are you here? Like, what I can't offer you what you have. And she goes, I just think plant based is the future. And I think that, like, I want to tell people about this and I want to make them know. And it was just super unique to hear someone in such a, a comfortable life position to want to come to be a part of this chaotic startup life. Um, you know, that that's not, I'm not selling rockets. Uh, so her PhDs don't, I mean, they mean a lot to me because I'm like, dang, that takes a lot of dedication. 
intelligence to do so. Um, you know, and she did. She took uh, T. Kyla Campbell's uh, online nutrition course. So I mean, that's all I needed to hear to know. She's um, you know fifty plus years old, still runs marathons, half marathons. You know, so those things for me spoke volumes. And so she's a part of the team. It's kind of a nutritionist. Um, we're still finding the best way to utilize someone like her. Um, and then Dr. Andrew Freeman um, is our volunteer medical director right now. Um, he's the head of clinical cardiology at National Jewish. Um, amazing human, family man. Um, his wife trains here. Um, Sweetheart too. Very nice guy. Uh, yeah, he's just he's just the best. Um, and um, Dr. Larry Cohen, who's down in Colorado Springs, is on our medical ambassador program, um, which basically is just a program that. Um, basically, doctors endorse our methods and are happy to be able to refer patients to our methodologies or refer patients to our online services. Um, and so, right now, that's that's our, our other two. We also have another trainer, her name's Kayla. Um, she's newer, so we just brought her on. Um, we're excited to really get her in the flow of things. And um, we do have a sales guy, Jake. Um, he's the guy who's losing weight online that you saw that we did the blood work with. He's our sales guy. Um, and yeah, so I mean, that's our, and right now that's our squad. Um, and yeah, they're, they're incredible people. And yeah, I just couldn't, I, I'm just, yeah, over the moon about them. And I'm excited to, you know, fly by the seat of our pants and grow too fast and have to hang on. <laughs> no, I, it sounds like an amazing team. And that really is, I mean, it's so important for people to understand that when you have an amazing team, you're going to build that amazing culture and environment. Yep. And so yeah. that speaks volumes for your longevity. So that's yeah. very awesome. So is there anything else that, um, I mean, we've covered a lot. So yeah. is there anything else that you feel like we need to know about you or the gym or your memberships or anything? Um, I mean, you know, honestly, like I said before, I don't want people to think, you know, I, I, we're a band-based gym. Um, you know, first and foremost, oh, well, for everything we do is evidence-based. Um, so if the evidence changes, like I've never been a proponent of a B12 supplement in my whole life. More of the evidence I look at, and I, I'd be curious on your opinion, is that um, doctors and researchers do recommend a B12 supplement. I eat a lot of fortified foods, and where I have changed my beliefs is I, I'm willing to take a, a B12 supplement now regularly because that's what the evidence shows me. And if the evidence, um, Gregor says this, I think, in his PBS special that he did, because if the evidence showed me that I could reverse heart disease with steaks and butter, do you don't think I'd be giving all of my patients steaks and butter? Do you know how easy it would be? for me to cure people. And he goes, it's not that. It's just, there's no, there's no evidence. And so like, I'm not telling you this for my personal game. I don't have supplements. I sell, I don't have this secret formula. I'm going to sell you to lose weight. I'm going to walk you into whole foods. I'm going to walk you into King supers. We're going to go to the produce section and I'm going to say, these are my sponsors. These are big broccoli is, you know, giving me all that money that they don't have. And that's what I'm recommending you to eat. So I just really want people to understand, like, we're a method of more plants. You know, that's, that's our method. Um, if you want disease reversal, well, then you got to listen to us all out. But if you want to lose some weight and get healthy, you need to eat more plants. And, and that's really, you know, the whole health club way. It's, it's, we only talk about it from a health perspective and, and if they're curious, an environmental perspective. Um, I don't really talk about animal rights if, if they want to talk from an ethical standpoint, we can do that off-site. Uh, it's too controversial and abrasive. Um, so we just leave it to those two. Um, most people want to help the environment themselves. 
So let's say you have um, a young athlete or parents with these high schoolers and they want to up their game. Because I know my kid, my youngest, they're all athletes, but uh, Gabriel had a really unique talent for baseball. So he made varsity as a freshman, was starting team, uh, you know, playing shortstop and, you know, wherever he played, he did well. He's a coachable kid. But as he went into his sophomore, he he would catch. So as the senior catcher finished, so they're playing it's seven innings, right, you know, in, in high school. But then they have a doubleheader. And in Colorado, you have to because it's such a short season because it's so cold. And yeah. I never knew it could be so cold in May. <laughs> <laughs> and he, oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, so but the kid would catch for seven innings and then pitch maybe five or six. And yeah. never, never tired, never had elbow issues, yeah. you know, recovered. And the other parents are like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, well, look at what he eats. He's doing the training like everybody else. Yep. And so we had a, a time about five families eating some plant-based stuff. So it was really cool. But what if you have those type of families? They're like, you know, my kid is being injured or whatever, and they want to up their game, get one head up, or maybe they're going into their junior, senior year, they're looking at recruitment to college to play college yeah. sports. What Do you have anything special there? I mean, I'm sure Chase would be an excellent resource and, yeah, I mean, that's that's right up Chase's alley. So, like, I'm going to adjust the camera. Um, so, that's our big Spartan love picture that Chase is in. So, um, just the reason I mainly I showed that. So, he was a strength coach there as well as played and then at University of Florida. So, when you talk about high-performance athletes, those are, those are two of, you know, top universities in athletics, whether that be basketball, football, you can name it across the board. Um, so, as far as the modality of how to move, like we talked about, that's, that's easy for him. You know, power cleans, whatever lift you need. That's nothing. What he wishes he knew uh, at the time, because he was riddled with knee injuries, was mm-hmm. a plant-based diet. Um, because like we talked about, like you were even talking about, you know, his pitching, everyone knows their elbows get bad, right? Tennis players, same thing. Uh, distance runners, their feet and knees give out. Football players, everything gives out because it's just a brutal sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we found is, is the same thing. So Chase is actually currently, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a shameless plug here. We're working with, a guy named Brian Rogers, Brog, uh, the Brog vlog, check it out. But he's a UFC fighter, and um, he's out of shape right now. Um, you know, been starting a business, got out of fighting shape, and he's working with Chase, and he's going plant-based. Um, he's doing it for four months, and so that's, that's easy for me. I know he's never going back, and he's given us four months um, because I know how he's going to feel. And for a fighter or a football player, people always hear distance runners are plant-based, this, that, and the other. But for fighters and football players or – People who are looking for power lifters, if you're talking about power output per body weight, mm-hmm. well, plant-based is the way to go because you're, gonna, you're not going to have any fat, which is, fat doesn't work for you. It's extra weight. You need muscle weight, which is, you know, working, functional uh, weight on your body. And so um, Chase actually is working with a kid right now who wants to play college football. And we tell him to eat better. We try our best. Um, now we do understand that they're in certain situations. And so um, we kind of let them know if you want to be set apart, think about all the stories you hear of Kobe Bryant being at the gym early. You know, addition to that story would be this 16-year-old kid is eating this healthy. Why? He's 16. He could eat McDonald's and be fine. Mm-hmm. And because it, it's not about that. It's about the greater goal and ability to, to work out more. So mm-hmm. uh, long story short is we put anyone on that type of diet. Um, Chase actually uh, – has talked with uh, Kirk Cousins, who's an NFL quarterback right now for the Redskins, and he has some interest in seeing what the plant base is about. He has the normal concerns, keeping weight on this, that, and the other. Chase is creating a diet plan, so that way it won't matter. Um, but to go with yours, for athletes in general, 
the, the name of the game is removing inflammation. Whether you're lifting just to get bigger and stronger to have the beach beach abs, or you're a football player trying to run a four four, you need to train more, more often. And um, I don't know if people know how steroids work. They don't make you stronger. They allow you to recover quicker. Mm-hmm. So it allows those people can work harder. And they have to, or they're not going to get the results. Well, plant-based guys is a side effect free, only good ones. They almost feel like you're on steroids. It's an immediate recovery. It's you can go again and again and again and again. And if you can train more, you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. So uh, from an inflammation standpoint, there's not a single better diet to eat than a plant-based diet for athletes. That's the name of the game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give another shout out to Wilson Chandler, a Denver Nugget here who went plant-based last year and had the best season of his career at age 30. Um, and he was searching inflammation diets. He didn't, he wasn't an animal rights guy. wasn't about this. Didn't grow up on a commune. He grew up like all of us and wanted to be better at his craft and found plant-based. So I, I would, kids are tougher. I, you know, NBA players today, I know excuse. You, you can get food delivered wherever, but I think if any kid, I would love to do that when I was ever go plant based. Oh yeah, Gabe. Well, he was thirteen when he switched over, and uh, I mean, he's almost nineteen now. So he's he's he enjoyed actually being the vegan kid. So it was plus my husband's Filipino, so they're all dark anyway. So he's the the token Asian on western side of Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's really cool because even as as I get closer to fifty, I mean, when I we went plant based, when I would be running because I've been running forever 20 some odd plus years I mean I would I didn't have severe injuries I was always smart in my training but I know definitely my recovery went much quicker so yeah. you know I could do a half marathon every month and yep. be fine the next day I'd run in SJS Park half marathon you know and it's just yep. like it's just like it's no big deal yeah. um and I never get sick so for even someone who's you know middle age so to speak <laughs> You know, someone, and then I see my elderly patients who are walking around, you know, I had one lady in Grand Junction who um, needed to have, um, she was told that she uh, needed a knee replacement. Let's see how old she was in her, she's her 60s, no, she was in her late 50s. And she had used to love to ride bikes, but her knee just swelled up. She'd seen all the specialists, all the orthopedics, even gone over, you know, to the specialists in the the over in Vail and you know they were remained nameless um but told you know you need to you know you're gonna have to have a knee plant early there's all this inflammation the surgery went through the diet within before the 15 weeks was even over swelling's gone she's riding her bike again life's returned to normal well better than normal and I mean but it's true but it's not even just those young people right it's people who've had injuries and had inflammation and had some type of disability recovering to the point that they can go back to hiking and enjoying what they've always done before. Yeah. Usually at a higher rate. I mean, right. Yes. Like, you look at guys like Ritual. Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. And take care of himself or even his self-admitted, like pretty much since he left college and all of a sudden it's an ultra marathon champion. Like what yes. the heck? Like how did he do that? Started in his forties and like people don't understand that, you know, that, yep. well, I'm 40 now. So it's all downhill. They're like, well, yeah, standard American diet. You're right. You hit, you hit the wall. Right. You know, plant-based, you're just getting started. Right. You're, you know, 50 is the new 20. Humans are just such a, we're so resilient if we give ourselves the proper foundation and the nutrition. And so, yeah, absolutely. That Part of that resilience is how things like paleo get started because we were resilient enough to eat meat when we had no options. And now that's been confused with we need it. It was like, no, nah, we're just pretty badass. We can do a lot and 
surviving is not thriving. And so I think, you know, that, that same resilience that we can heal ourselves is, you know, that resilience is what was able to get us started on these crazy foods that we don't need anymore. You know, it was, it was our humans being resilient, not, not a, you know, biologically food, food made for us. Right. Just, exactly. No, you're, you're exactly right. And I mean, and I tell people too, I was like, you know, I've done a tough mutter up, yeah. up in snow mass, um, and done Spartan races and I'm like done it with my kids. So yeah. grown children. So if I can do this, anybody can, cause I didn't grow yeah. up necessarily being real athletic in high school. I mean, it was busy, you know, going, you know, I want to be a doctor, study, yeah. study, study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, but you know, with the military and college, I got very active, but that was just, it's something that we could all enjoy and be partake of. And yeah. it's just, oh. I think you said the key word there, enjoy. Yeah. I think so often, uh, we have a thing that says, you know, uh, exercise is celebrating celebration of your body, what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. And mm -hmm. everyone comes in here and I've even made a joke as a trainer, which I try not to, it's like, you're ready for your punishment. And it's not punishment. It's, you still have the ability to do this and right. you should enjoy that. And it doesn't, again, that's why we don't specify modalities here. Like, if you love tough waters, hey, that can be the way you move. You know, if mm -hmm. you know you love burpees, nobody does. That can be the way you move. So um, I think that's what it's about. Is you know, it's not a punishment; it's enjoyment. It's right. the fact that you can still do that, enjoy that, because we've all had the grandparent we've had to take care of or push in a wheelchair, or you know, even worse, a parent. Because it's going to happen. It's to all of us, and it's a celebration of what your body can do and showing right. them like you know, tough mutters and all of it's possible. It's just, right. just a, you know. And, you know, and I think people forget we've become so accustomed that sickness is normal. <laughs> sickness is not normal, people. We were born to be well <laughs> and thrive, yeah. you know, and to and live our lives fully doing all the things we're here on earth to put to do and then die quickly. Yes, we're all going to die. I'm not saying we're not going to die, <laughs> but we shouldn't live life ill for the majority of us. die for a long time. Right. <laughs> You know, I, I want to spend 16 years dying. No, or sitting in a nursing home. Because, you know, the saddest part about being a family doc was going in into the nursing home because I did full-spectrum family medicine. So, okay. you know, you're from newborns to 100 and whatever. You go to the nursing home, and there's people there. They're just drooling on themselves. They don't move. They're all, you know, withered up in wheelchairs. And their families come in and say, oh, they were such a brilliant math teacher or the lawyer or this music, you know, musician, and they could play these amazing concertos or whatever. I mean, I heard so many amazing stories and it was just so sad to see that that was inevitable, that that was going to be the, the result of what they've done in their life. You know, the, yeah. the, the eating, the smoking and all this stuff, these lifestyle choices. And yeah. um, it just doesn't have to be that way. So. Right. And I mean, maybe one last thing, we'll see if it stops here. But one of my thoughts about like, when you're asked to go back to way back, if there's anything else I want people to know, in my opinion right now, we don't, like when we, when we talk about healthcare, everybody talks about hospitals. My opinion, that's disease care, right? In America. And um, I don't think that's a, ba a bad thing. I think I, I would love it to get to healthcare, but I don't know if it needs to. I think it needs to stay at disease care. I think the issue is, is right now, healthcare is really not your responsibility as my doctor. I need you for when stuff goes haywire. Me, I broke a lot of bones. I need a doctor for that. A lot of plants, you know, maybe they'll help my hip fractures from older, but the way I broke bones, no amount of plants is going to help. So I need a doctor then. What, what I, I, in my head, look at as healthcare is 
It's these other things we're doing before the doctor. It's I turn 30 and I look down and I have a belly. So my healthcare is whatever I choose to do. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's a fad diet, but that's healthcare. Or they go to the gym. That's healthcare. The problem is, and I have a great graph to show it at some point. Um, maybe I'll just post it. And obesity has gone up at the exact same rate as adult gym participation. I have a graph and it's directly correlated and it should be inversely correlated. The more I attend, the less I, uh, big I am or less unhealthy I am. And so what whole health club aims to do is to honestly be the true version of healthcare. Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to go take care of your health before, I mean, we can also help you after, but before, so you don't have to end up being best friends with your doctor because if you are best friends, hopefully it's not because you're there all the time. It's because you guys like each other. And what we want to do is be actual healthcare. When people come to our facility, there's not this, you know, fakeness of the results that are going to get. And none of it's weight focused. Mm-hmm. I don't want, if people come to me and say, I want to lose a bunch of weight, I'm going to go, what's first? You need to get healthy. You know, you're not unhealthy because you're overweight. You're overweight because you're unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And that distinction is crucial. And that helps in so many aspects. And so, Really what Whole Health Club is, is we are healthcare. We are what these other people are claiming and trying to do as healthcare, and they haven't figured it out yet. And we figured it out with the gym, with, you know, reaching out to doctors like, like you and Freeman and getting your opinions, making sure what I'm teaching is going to get people not skinny, but healthy. Right. And so we want to be healthcare. We want to bridge the gap and be that answer. Before you go to the doctor, before cancer happens, I'm going to give you your best shot at not getting it. So you come to me. Um, so that's really why we do whole health. But what we aim to be when we put them in every community is, yes, we're a gym on the surface, but really we're a healthcare facility. Um, yeah, I mean, I love that. You're the, you're the healthcare before the doctor is yep. involved. So, you know, that's exactly right. Instead of focusing on, oh, I need to lose this weight just so I can look good for this period of time and still be unhealthy, I'm actually changing my life, so maybe I don't have to go see that doctor. But you're exactly right. In medical school, we're taught, you should be taught as acute care, acute, acute, um, you know, in the ER. Like, my youngest wants to go into, to become an ER doc and do, he does, he did rock climbing and stuff like that. He wants to do that crazy stuff. That, that, that makes sense. But when you go to medical school and you're, and you're going through and you're learning the disease process, and we learn one disease at a time. Of course, there's a system approach, but they teach you, okay, this medication will lower your blood pressure, and then you do this one for the cholesterol, and you know, yes, there's side effects, and yes, there's interactions, and you need your, you're going to have to have a computer to do, there's so many medications now, but they don't teach us how to deal with this polypharmacy and (sighs) multiple chronic diseases, and then on top of that, beyond the fact that now these people are sick, and they're here all the time, the cost is the mental anguish that these poor souls are going through at being ill because yeah. it's not natural to be sick. Right. So you're exactly right. You're, you're hitting, you're going to hit such a raw nerve with your clients that once they get hold of feeling well, and I found that that's what works so well with my patients is once they get hold of feeling well, they're like, I ain't going back. Yeah. So um, it's a pretty powerful message and a powerful tool that you're putting in their hands and the cool thing is they're in charge of it it's not like they have to go to me to have a pill to feel better they're going to you to learn how to cook and work out and actually take control of their lives that's fantastic and and one thing i tell doctors is is send them my way i don't have red tape to deal with i'm not stuck in that difficult medical industry to get anything done like there's no way it should have taken Dean Ornish 27 years to get his program that has 91% success rate in the hospitals. That's nuts. Like, we, 
we approve drugs that are 30% successful. Dude's 90% successful. It took me 20 years. So like, I don't have to take 20 years. Nobody's over my head with red tape. So doctors, if you want your people to eat right, I, I can do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you're, and that's, uh, that is unfortunate with, you're talking about the Medicare program for disease reversal. Yeah. And then the thing is that when you do that, you've now you've got the Medicare involved, there's all this red tape just to even get it in your, in your hospital. Cause I looked at that too, to bring it to rifle. It's expensive. Um, and you have to have a physician, a registered dietitian and all these, you know, like four or five faculty are, are you know, committed individuals to run the program. I was like the lone wolf for a long, long time in Rifle Colorado. <laughs> and um, so I was like, I just can't do that. So I found other ways. But um, I actually brought a friend of mine. I don't know if you've ever heard of Martin Oswald. He, he has a plant-based, uh, well, mostly plant-based restaurant in Aspen. And then he has another one in Basalt. Um, this Pyramid what Bistro. is the name of the restaurant in Aspen? Pyramid Bistro. Because we are actually running a... An event with a plant, a plant-based event in Aspen, the St. Regis. Oh, you totally need to go by and stop by. It's on that main street, Pyramid Bistro. Martin Oswald, tell him Lori okay. sent you. We are best of buds. Um, he is amazing, but he came down and worked with Rifle in our kitchen in our hospital, and oh, we ran a, we ran a, a thirty-day program and got twenty-six employees. And it was really cool to see these people who were like, you know, I. I I lured them in with the, with the, uh, you're going to lose weight. You're going to feel good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 30 days later, they're no longer pre-diabetic, no longer diabetic, attention meds, feeling better, you know, and all of that good stuff. But, um, but he isn't it down. crazy though that that's the standard for us that we're just like, Oh yeah, all that no longer diabetic. Like <laughs> that shit, that blows people's minds. And to us, we're like, no, that's just normal. This is like bread and butter anymore. So it's like, right. <laughs> it's nuts. It is. It is. I would have never dreamed, <laughs> you know, years ago when you walk out of medical school saying that I would have the, the tools or the capacity to reverse type 2 diabetes. Right. Or People reverse still heart get, disease. I still get pushed back on that. I tell them, I go, follow my plan. Like, I, I, here's another video, here's another story. But it's, it's crazy that it's already commonplace to us and that the public still has this gap to go. Like, yeah. You know, you know, like with any movement, there's your your innovators, which I think is Dr. Esselstyn and oh, yeah. Dr. Dean Ornish and all these guys. And then you've got your first, you know, your next ones, your your ones that the first to come on, and then you'll get the rest of them. And then there's a tipping point and all this stuff. But it's just so frustrating that when you're in that mix, it's like this back and forth tug of war, and it's it'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah, it's, it's happening. Going. I think it's it happening. Is. I mean, there's more. Young people like you and all these amazing people doing stuff like this is incredible. And I got plenty of info because, you know, I'm always talking to investors of showing them how this movement's growing. And, you know, one of the biggest examples is 60% of all millennials, which uh, just so all you baby boomers know, we're the future. So, you know, we're going to be the biggest wealth exchange in the history of the world uh, when it goes to the millennials. But uh, 60% of them already consume a plant-based meat, whether they're vegan or not. Wow, and I did not know that. So, like, when I'm trying to introduce Beyond Burger to a, a, a you know, someone, a millennial, they, they're, they're not bad and I at it. It's, it's, the, it's the, you know, it's my dad. It's, it's the 55-year-olds that have been eating something for 50 years, and that terrifies them. So there's so much bright on the horizon in the future. And um, I do want to tell you, because I think you were asking Located-ish for a while, about what we, what we have going on, because I don't think I told you. With, uh, do you know who Matthew Kenny is? Um, He's a great high-end plant-based chef. He owns Plant Food and Wine. 
um, in he LA. Sounds really familiar. You'll know him. So um, he's he's incredible. I think he's at the forefront of you know hot cuisine, high end cuisine as a plant based guy. Yeah. Um, and so he has restaurants all over the world: London, Milan, LA, Miami. Um, oh. And so he runs retreats in Miami. And we're actually running retreats with him in Aspen, um, and it's going to be a thirty person retreat. Um, I say we just hotel, nice luxury accommodations, um, uh-huh. all the meals curated by him, and then yoga and meditation practices done by Paige, um, and talks and workouts led by Paige and Chase um, with Matthew Kenny in Aspen. So um, uh-huh. we're pretty excited about that. I think once you look Matthew Kenny up, you'll know, and you'll have to shoot me an email once you, you check I think, I, I think I've seen, I've heard a podcast. Someone had interviewed him. I've listened. I love podcasts. Like it's oh, like they're the best. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah, no, but you'll definitely have to stop by and meet Martin. Um, he's from yes. Austria. His wife's from Scotland. It's, nice. it's They're fun. Um, yeah. he, he loves to live up in Aspen because of the skiing. And yeah. uh, it's it's a pretty incredible, he's a pretty incredible guy. And then my friend up there, um, Chris Miller, Dr. Chris Miller, um, she's gone plant-based as well. Um, she's in creative medicine. She works with a bunch of people. There's, there's, there's more of us now than you know five six years ago when yeah. when i started anyway because there was nowhere to go to say at least i didn't know it to say when i started looking i was like how am i going to do this like how do i teach my <laughs> patients about this because it was a patient that came in and said her meat and dairy upset her stomach and i said well stop eating meat and dairy and i said you know i knew intuitively she'd be okay but i didn't realize oh that's a plant-based diet she yeah. came back in 30 days. She felt better, but her daughter, 16, went on the diet with their mom in Rifle, Colorado. Yeah. Had to go buy groceries because there's no restaurants that are going to be serving you up some bean burgers, right? Yeah. So they were cooking whole foods because I just, I just said, all I said was stop eating meat and dairy. Yeah. She came back 16 years old, stopped two ADD meds on her own in 30 days. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. I was like, her, her mom's like, Dr. Marvis, why was she able to do that? I said, I don't know, but that is so cool. So dove in and found the China study and it was, you know, everything's yeah. changed since then. So yeah. that's incredible. And I think, yeah, uh, we don't need to talk forever, but mental yeah. health is a huge one. I grew up a product of ADHD and I really do oh, think wow. I have a much clearer head. Now wow. uh, I was off medications on six and sixth grade and on, but um, wow. I wasn't plant-based until, you know, post-college. So it's been wow. incredible for me to have a clear head now. Uh, that's the best way I can explain it. If any ADHDers out there, you know what I mean? Getting a clear head feels good, so uh, having that's great. Well, and then just even having people, and uh, kind of a new thing I was noticing in regular practice was these adults are coming in. It's like I think I have ADHD. I maybe I wasn't you know addressed as a child, and I was like, it doesn't sound. It sounds like you're not sleeping well. You're you yeah. know there's a lot of stress, and so changing their diet almost always fixes that. What you're describing is that you know unable to focus yeah. that that cloudy feeling. Um, but it's just a matter of getting better, more restful sleep. Uh, there's so much to it. I mean, yes, yeah. we, we could definitely talk. Forever, about this right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, yeah, I also think the unfortunate part about the adults is, is you know, Adderall is an effect. It's, a, it's effective at what it does. And I think right. people misuse it instead of take the easier side effect free route. Cause as people, if you think that's a great idea, there are side effects that come with it. And I dealt with them from first or sixth grade. So yeah. <laughs> be weary because Broccoli's got no side effects, but I feel right. amazing. But, and those people don't understand. Medicines can harm you. Okay. Yep. Me, you know, if you look at all of the medical errors and side effects, medicine is the third killer yep, of all third. Americans. And so it's, it's insane to me that 
you know, people just say, I'll ask them, like when they would come to see, the reason I moved down to Florida was to work with Dr. Joel Furman and open yeah. up the clinic here. Unfortunately, our funding got pulled. But um, during that time, you know, I'm getting people from all over the country, some in other countries, and I'm asking, well, what, you know, what meds? Some people would come and they wouldn't even know what medicines. So I just put them in the little pill box. I didn't know I would need to bring what they were. I'm like, the whole idea is for you to get better. Yeah. You're staying a month with us, or two months right. or three months. I kind of need to know what you're taking. And, uh, <laughs> so they didn't know what they were taking. They didn't know interactions. You know, I had one gentleman coming in, 16 medications. Yeah. Was, had previously been a lawyer on disability for a variety of things. Um, we got him off all those medications. And one of his most severe problems was severe vertigo. Looking at the side effects, nine of those medications caused vertigo. Yeah. I was like, so... How am I to know which one, if you're, I'm your regular doctor, which yeah. one is causing the vertigo? Yep. I'm just laying one pill on top of another. They never stop pills. They just add more pills. Yep. And we have to change our philosophy of medicine. Like you and said, more plants. And more plants, exactly. Philosophy of medicine, and let's look at the real root of the problem and what we're eating. It, it blows plants. my mind that people don't understand that food is the root of your health or illness. I mean, it's like, yes, there's some other stuff, genetics and stuff, and but... The majority. <laughs> even, but even when they hear genetics, they hear it wrong, right? They don't know about epigenetics. They don't know about expressing genes. So right. it's, it's, it's too simple as the issue, Microbiome. Right? Yeah, there's so much that we don't even know. We think we know. Dr. We, we don't know. We, we know a lot, but we don't know much. What we know is plants heal and do not harm. That's, right. that's what we know. And it's that simple, like, yeah. I don't know, in my opinion, you know, it is, it is that simple. It, it really is that simple. And granted, but then we have the medicines and stuff for those who are outside of that, you know, yeah. the acute injuries, the cancers, the other stuff. You know, it would, the it other... would both improve at the same rate. If exactly. we improved our doctor's nutritional knowledge, they would only become better in every aspect, better at pharma, pharmacological, you know, knowledge, better at everything. So it's just, right. it's just improving. It's not going to hurt anything is, is nope. the best part. And I think doctors are really, one of my theories is, you know, kind of like social contagion. So you have doctors here, you know, they say the people you around, even the people you don't know, but your friends, 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 yep. you're at risk of obesity or whatever. Doctors can be that message of good yep. health through nutrition because you, we have all of these contexts where, you know, we're looked at as figures of authority. We have that ability. So if we can get more doctors on board to do this, yeah. better. So I've, done, I've done my part. I birthed three babies, and two of them are going to be doctors, and one of them's boyfriend's plant based and be a doctor. So they're med school. Hey, like it. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Just I'm not birthing anymore, though. No more. Now, now, now we're just convincing people. Right, exactly. So this has awesome. been a lot of fun, Sam. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And then, so what is your website? So I'll, I'll send yeah. you a link. Yeah, yeah. so wholehealthclub.com. Nice and simple. Um, Facebook is Whole Health Club. Instagram is Whole Health Club. Our Twitter is WHC Denver uh, One. And uh, yeah, check it out. And I'm excited to get to see you at a conference coming up here. So right. that'll be exciting. Really soon, exactly. Like yeah. within the week. All yeah, right. Sunday. So thanks for listening, everyone.